Welcome to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. Kintsugi Life is about learning, growing and strengthening from the times of adversity and challenge that we all go through. It's about valuing them as part of what makes us who we are. Right now, let's get into the content. Hi, and welcome to this episode of Kintsugi Life with me, Toby Hazelwood. This episode is entitled, Am I Seeking Success or Certainty? And it's about how I've gone through a process of understanding and figuring out what exactly my why is in life. It's based on an experience I had, and I like to term it as how our snake oil salesman helped me to discover my why. A few years ago, I attended a weekend personal development seminar along with my wife. I went with a mix of open-mindedness and scepticism, hoping to come away with something life-changing. The event served up a number of positive ideas and takeaways, but I was also a little annoyed that most of the guest speakers were clearly only there to sell their own training programmes. Most of them offered a one-time only, never-to-be-repeated, discounted ticket to future events and training to those who signed up on the day. Some of the busiest people at that seminar were those manning the sales desks at the back of the room. I've since learned that this is pretty typical for many such events. I'm not proud to admit it, but I succumbed to the enthusiasm of the moment and I signed up to a Forex training course offered by one of the speakers. I'd had an interest in stock market trading and foreign exchange trading for a while, and I was seduced by the talk of financial freedom and the laptop lifestyle offered by the speaker in question. During his talk, he selected me for the enhanced bumper package, which included personal mentorship by him and a private dinner at his house to plan out the achievement of my first million. Only the next day, following some cursory googling, did I learn that this was his standard offer, extended to at least one person at every event he spoke at, of which there were many. The guy was further described online as a charlatan and a snake oil salesman in various articles, and whether these accusations are true or not, I decided within 24 hours to cancel my purchase. I look back on myself as being a bit naive at the time in terms of understanding the realities of life and personal development generally. I've since become much more attuned to the way that things work in this space, and I recognise that for everyone who has some genuine insight to offer, there are many others who are simply offering get-rich-quick schemes to enthusiastic and occasionally vulnerable or gullible audiences, such as myself. I bought into that idea of easy money for little effort, and I placed my hopes in the hands of the trainer in question. At the time, I felt elated and I believed I'd discovered my personal route to riches and a life of freedom. My wife and I left that event that night convinced we'd just experienced a life-changing moment. I'm not here today to talk about and dissect the rights and wrongs of such events, the training programmes offered by those who speak at them, or the tendency we all have towards buying into get-rich-quick rhetoric. Instead, I want to share my analysis of the feelings I enjoyed in the aftermath of that day, which I felt were unique and haven't been experienced to the same degree since. I remember sitting in a restaurant with my wife that evening and feeling a degree of calm and serenity that I've seldom enjoyed in life. As we sat and discussed the events of the day, it suddenly felt like we had a new perspective on life, 
one based on certainty and comfort that was assured for the rest of our lives. This came thanks to the life-changing opportunity in which I just invested. The assurance provided while I was on stage discussing the path of my future life now that I'd decided to invest in training and mentoring with this self-styled guru had convinced me that our financial future was guaranteed. I realise, as I talk about this, that I was foolish to believe and buy into it to such a degree. All I can say is the source of that feeling and the substance of their claims were largely irrelevant to the feeling it evoked in me in the, at the time. I felt as though whatever it was that I was seeking from life, be that financial and time freedom, wealth or stability for me and my family, were all suddenly guaranteed and assured. I can't begin to describe exactly how good that felt. It crystallised for me somehow that everything was suddenly going to be alright. I believed that whatever barriers existed between where we were and where we wanted to be had suddenly been removed through the riches that I would soon be receiving from my trading. It wasn't just about the money either. It had instead unlocked a genuine sense of we are going to be okay for me and my wife. I've since pinpointed that that feeling came from the false promise of certainty, security and order. Taken as a whole, I felt a little foolish for buying into the sales pitch. Looking back, I recognise this is as much as my own failing for choosing to believe in something that was too easy and too good to be true, as it was for the people who were offering the opportunities on stage. It wasn't just a failing of the guy on stage who was making such promises to a room full of people who were as keen to sign up as I was. The positive of the experience was that it taught me a great deal about what it is I really wanted to achieve in life. It's not about a specific sum of money or income at a particular level that will make me happy. It's about achieving a level of certainty in my financial life so that I know that money will never be a problem for me and my family. It's not about getting to the stage where I'll never have to work again. It's about achieving a point where I know that I'll be able to do things that I enjoy and feel fulfilled in doing through which I can support us. It's not about building an isolated and cosseted existence where we can sit in an ivory tower, oblivious to changes that are happening in the world around us. Instead, it's about being in a position where our lives allow us to flex and adapt to the changing world around us. It's about being able to deal with the challenges that life throws up. The biggest challenge that comes along with acknowledging the importance of certainty and order in my values is in acknowledging that life is instead dominated by disorder and chaos. Now, the occasional controversial, occasionally controversial psychologist Jordan B. Peterson describes it well in one of my favourite quotes, and he says, To have one foot firmly planted in order and security, and the other in chaos, possibility, growth and adventure, when life suddenly reveals itself, is intense, gripping and meaningful. When time passes and you're so engrossed in what you're doing you don't notice, it is there that you're then there and then that you're located precisely on the border between order and chaos. Certainty and structure seem appealing when taken in the context of the general chaos that prevails in daily life. It's unsettling to say the least that none of us can really say for sure what tomorrow will bring. Environmental catastrophes, financial crises, and debilitating illness could be lurking around the corner for each and every one of us. 
No matter how nailed on our life situation may be, we're each only one poorly considered step away from accidents, injury or death. As humans, we've evolved to live with this inherent risk, and we're individually functioning to assess and manage this minute by minute and day by day. As appealing as certainty is, we know that it's in many ways an illusion if we feel or believe we've found it. Even the most financially successful among us could lose it all in one bad decision through fraud or in the anarchy that would ensue if the entire structure of our financial system were to occur. While such events are unlikely, nobody can rule them out with absolute certainty. Acknowledging the albeit unlikely apocalyptic possibilities that would undermine certainty entirely, I'm grateful to have had a small taste of what certainty felt like, if only for a short period and built upon the fantasy built up in my mind by that snake oil salesman. It reaffirmed to me what it is that I strive for. It's helped me to determine the scale of the challenge and the discomfort I'm committed to in order to try and achieve it. My definition of success, therefore, is largely centred on being able to accept and embrace the chaos, rather than trying to tame or control it. She, or he, who is most successful in their life, in my view, is the person who can accept the chaos around them, but still find the ability to enjoy peace, calm and serenity through the life they've constructed for themselves. I'm not looking to create a world-dominating corporation, since the potential reward for such a thing would, that it would offer would be undermined by the associated risk. Instead, I'm content to achieve a lifestyle that gives me the ability to spend the time that I want to with those I love, doing something that I enjoy, and having the free time to appreciate the simple pleasures that are largely within my grasp already. I'm similarly not striving for an income of millions and a life of opulence and riches. As long as I can provide for the needs of myself and my loved ones, and deal with the financial challenges that affect us all from time to time, without solely relying on my job, then that will suit me fine. So much of the personal development material that I've encountered seems to be about understanding our why, drilling down to understand our values, and setting and managing goals in life. This makes sense, for if you don't know what you want, then how can you possibly formulate a plan of action to achieve it? Too often, though, we get diverted into thinking what we should want is simply something we don't already have, often quantified in monetary terms, or described in glib phrases and terms. The day I learned that I crave more stability and certainty in my life, to whatever degree I can bring it about, was a good day. It helped me understand a little more about what's important to me, and has since informed the things I do to make that happen. I hope you find your why as well. You've been listening to the Kintsugi Life Podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. You can email me on toby at tobyhazelwood.com. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love for you to leave me a positive review if you feel unworthy of one. And I'd also love for you to share this with anyone else who you think might benefit from the content. Until next time, this is Toby Hazelwood saying goodbye.